At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Here we go. Picks. Jeremy Plonk, Express Bet Editor-in-Chief. Sarah Toga, Race 10. He likes the one. Twist just right at 6-1. to one. Delmar. Been there many times. Race 4. He likes the three. Carson's Legacy. At eight to one, he is a mess around. All right, use code Horse two hundred for a free ten dollars and get a hundred percent match on the first deposit, up to two hundred dollars with wagering at more than three hundred tracks and AI assisted picks. First Bet app, the easiest way to bet on your favorite sport. Secure payments, great customer service, reliable website. Vsin.com/horses for details on this exclusive offer for Vsin fans. VEASAN.com slash horses. Here we go. Thursdays with the maestro. He is the VP of Circa Resort and Casino, the Golden Gate, and the D in downtown Las Vegas. He is Mike Palm. Good morning, sir. How are you? Good morning, Mitch. Good morning, Paul. Hey, Mike. Good, good morning, Woonsocket, Rhode Island, all of our loyal Nesson family uh, watching. Oblong, Illinois. Peekaboo, Marquis. We see you. Otterville, Ontario. Roger Sportsnet. Good morning, Canada. Confluence. Pennsylvania, AT&T in the Pittsburgh area, and Tarzana, California, Sunrise Over Spectrum. We say good morning. Um, you guys Beautiful. were taking, what, $30,000 on the Hall of Fame game last week? Yeah, we were. And uh, so tonight, NFL preseason action coming at you again. I'm looking at the app right now. It's early in the morning. How much are you going to take later on today? We'll, we'll take 30 on You'll take 30 things. on yeah. the app? Yeah. yeah. We, we got crushed. Everybody had the Raiders. Everybody oh. had, the Ra- had the Raiders. 
Uh, Didn't the over help? A little bit. Okay. There, there was some buyback once it got down to 30 and a half. And okay. All that. Yeah, I bet. Any any $30,000 bets last week that no, came there, in? No, there were no $30,000. No max bets? Okay. Two thousands and five thousands and all okay. that. But everybody had the Raiders. Is everybody uh, on the Giants today? A lot of money on the Giants. Especially anybody that's seen any tape out of this Patriots camp. Oh, Patricia. I know. It doesn't make any sense, Listen, right? Well, I, this is in no hyperbole. But how okay. do you put... How do you, how do you go from what they've run for 21 years, now putting in Shanahan's zone blocking scheme, right? And then Patricia, who hasn't called a place, or ever maybe, mm-hmm. ever. he hasn't been on the oh, offensive side of the ball since 2005. Yeah. Now he's the de facto and calling the plays. Do you see their first quarter in pads? They've got stuffed nine out of 10 plays. They didn't even make a yard running running against the scout defense. Well, the ultimate exact is also Joe Judge involved. Yeah. Which I know, he's he, a special he, teams coach. Now he's got quarterback he's, influence. He's the quarterback's coach, yes, and now he's also calling some plays. But once the season starts, Patricia will call all the plays. Oh, I don't pa- like. Paulie this made at a all. comment earlier that <laughs> no, he, I don't like this. He can foresee Belichick just saying, Scrap, "Scrapping everything, and say, I'm taking over. I'm going to call plays." I could see that happening. Do, do you want Joe Judge anywhere near a team, let alone an offense or quarterbacks, after what he did last year at his own goal line, calling back-to-back quarterback keepers? No. Oh, we need room to punt. The guy shouldn't even be in the NFL anymore after that decision. Butter some room. No. Yeah, he needs some room here. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. It's hilarious. Uh, is it, uh, so no. <laughs> w- w- what about this Ravens game is also fascinating, right? Mm-hmm. They can go for 21 straight tonight. Paulie likes them. The court- Look, they have good quarterbacks who I can trust in the preseason. Yeah. I get it. They're coming off of a year where they had, I mean, the worst injury luck like of all time. But where are you at with this game now? Because the number's been all over the place. Yeah, uh, we, we don't have a big decision. A little bit Patriots here. But, I mean, it's so baked into the number about Harbaugh and what he wants sure, to do. Sure, opening it. up and, like and four, pre- four and a half. The preseason. I mean, I mean, yeah. you, you got like Chuck Edels ahead of it four or five years ago. But now, I mean, everybody knows. So, it's tough. It, it, it's tough. I just don't know how you can put all these totals at 30. It's hard for games to stay under 30. Yep. You know? Because you saw it right off the with, bat. Hall of the fame. defensive turnovers, this and that, and yep. things go screwy in these preseason games. It's just, mm-hmm. I know the game's supposed to be boring, but 30 is still a very low number. Yeah, okay. I would agree with that. Like tonight, for example, again, in this game now, bet down to 31 and a half. Like if that ticks down even a little bit more, I'm gonna. I might even go over thirty-one and a half right now. I I I would go over thirty-one if it gets to thirty-one. Yeah. I mean that's a key number. The Ravens quarterbacks can play, yep. well documented, and the Titans. Okay, a question mark with the kid they drafted out of Liberty with Willis, but Whiteside, he's got, he's good in the right. preseason. Yeah, right, yeah. it's all different ball game. I mean that's. I what don't, it, yeah, I don't care. Uh-huh. We're not talking regular yeah. season football no. here at all. It has nothing to do with regular. No, season nothing. Even the third week doesn't have anything to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, used, it used to be at least the first half of the third week was a regular season game. Not anymore. Yep. Not anymore. All right, let's promote. Let's uh, contest, what? baby. <laughs> let's go. Seminar right around the corner. Yeah, it starts the Turn contest sign-up yep. weekends. Uh, starts this weekend. The meet and greet, and I know you guys will be around for a couple of those Fridays at Bar Canada, 6 to 8. That's open to everybody. We we changed it now, Paul. You know, we said you have to do the full house, the nine entries in order to get access to the pool right. and to the the concert and all this, we've lowered it to six. Any combination of six. So even if you did just all six survivors, that gets you to the pool party and stadium swim on Saturday. That's 10 a.m. Uh, to 3 p.m. And then the concert's the first two Saturdays. Theory of a Dead Man starts at 8 o'clock this Saturday. Simple Plan's 9 o'clock the next Saturday. And, of course, the big crescendo event is is in three weeks when we actually open our ballroom here at Circa, and I have my third annual panel, which includes uh, – Brian Erlacher, Sean King, Chris Bennett from Circus Sports, and you mentioned Adam Chernoff. Well, I'll, I'll tell you, Theory of a Dead Man, that's a pretty good band. Canadian. both it, it just happens both are Canadian. Now, we call this first week in Canada, Iowa weekend, 
um, because the, the guys that do the radio show out in Iowa are going to be here, and we have a bunch of Canadians coming in. But it's anybody. But both of the first two weekends, the bands are Canadian. Uh, Theory of a Dead Man's played downtown, what, four times? They mm -hmm. did our first Victoria Day. They do the summer concert series. Very popular band. Yeah, they're very good. Okay, so um, there you go with all that. I can't wait for that weekend when everybody's going to be here in town, obviously, um, coming up in a few weeks. We had Matt Simo on the program yesterday, right? Uh -huh. He's been running a proxy service here in town for these contests for many, many years. Great dude, great at his job. Um, he threw a number out there for Circus Survivor, and Paulie and I were like, wait a second, what? Right now, it's a touching 1,400. You need to get to 6,000 to have no overlay. He said the projected number is talking to like Benson here at Circa, maybe 8,100? Come on. Agree or disagree? <laughs> <That's nonsense. laughs> never say never, but I, they, got, they got it twice a week to come out. They use data from previous. I, they got all the, the statisticians that work back there, right? The numbers crunchers, and they got line graphs and bar graphs and Venn diagrams and Punnett squares and flow charts <laughs> and Punnett square. Yeah. I don't know how you say it. Anyhow, the latest projection is 7,700 for Survivor and 4,500 for Circa Millions. I think it's high on one and a little low on the other. I, I don't think there's going to be a 3,200 3, gap between the two. I can see 7,000. I could see us touching seven, maybe 7,200. I think we'll get close to 5,000 and, and the millions. But boy, 8,000? That's a heck of a jump. You're doubling? I mean, 1,300 to 4,000, and the 4,000 to 8,000? I mean, could Derek Stevens have been that right about the Survivor? Everybody wants to play in a Survivor contest? Oh, my, Mike, I'm convinced that eventually Survivor can get to 20,000. It's possible. See, I think, mm -hmm. I think there's maybe, it depends on what you guys do in the yeah. future for like the possible overlay, but I think there might be a cap because I do think that when you're up against 4,000 other people or 4,500 and you're realizing, wait a second, how many people are going to hit 63, 64, 70%? I got to compete with that. They're like, ah, too difficult. I'm not going get, to get in it this year. You know what I'm saying? I always say that the, 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 the five games against the spread is the contest for the, for the person that's more than recreational, right? I mean, that no that, doubt. That's, now, some people are just good, and that's all they do are contests, mm -hmm. but that's, that means they're more than recreational at contests. The, the, the survivor is the everyman story, right? Anybody can play, the housewife can play, anybody yep. can pick their team, pick a winner each week. The thing about it is, it's so damn fun because yep. of the stories, and then you get into the season and all these scenarios, and you got goofy chart of many colors and all this, and the double. Double reverse helix and all his stuff and then and, and the theories and people very passionate, the bad beats, the lucky escapes that everybody has. And even when you get eliminated, you just want it next year so you can get back in it. I mean, there's that FOMO. I got bounced with both my entries. I was gone by week two last year. Ooh. And I was so mad because the Seahawks Well, you had the Falcons in week one well, or something, it, right? It was terrible by me. Yeah. I wanted to sneak one through there. Yeah. I had the Seahawks in week two against the Titans up by fourteen. Fourth quarter, like first blown loss. I ever lost at home. that game just straight up betting that game. I was sick. Terrible blown <laughs> loss. Anyway, I was so like I don't know what the word was. Sad, upset, pissed off, whatever. At the end of that game, but all I could think about is if I could rebuy right now, I would. And I, I, I was already thinking about this year for Survivor when I got bounced after week two. I know we got to come up with something like in week nine or something. Halfway through, the people that have gotten knocked out have a second half Survivor. Right? I remember. Remember the first year, the the Colts. Yeah, a third of the field got knocked out with the Colts. Everybody left uh -huh. with a bitter taste yeah. in their mouth. That's they didn't right. even get to week yeah. two. Yeah. That's yep. right. Right. That that's was right. bad. I mean, that's bad to have so many yeah. people knocked out that early. You sure. mentioned the great stories, Billy Chippis, Billy the Kid. He wants you to put a number up. Will you repeat? 
And he's coming to town for the uh, seminar. He'll be out here the 27th. I'm going to buy two houses. I'm betting more on the Chiefs. He gets that <laughs> yeah, miracle when he was on the air. Well, can you well, also, hey, can you put up a number? No offense, Billy, but I think this right. would be fascinating. What yeah. week will he be bounced by? <laughs> uh, that's probably a, a more interesting number than what will he do to repeat. Nobody, uh, none of the... None of the um, 35 from year one were f- part of the five from year two, right? So, yeah, yeah. and now uh-huh, the okay. field, what the field double the size? Uh-huh. Uh, could it be harder? Are there as many bad teams to go against? Well, it's it's long, isn't it? I mean, it's it's pretty long. What week will he get? Well, it all depends on how many entries he's got. I would think he'd do more than two this year, I would right? Think so too, but yeah. never know with him. Maybe t- two is his his Lucky mojo, number and, yeah, right? Just right. like he would never hedge because he didn't want to ruin his mojo. That's right. Yeah. Bet more. <laughs> What a middle he had there oh, on the Broncos. It, what a middle he dream had. Dream scenario. Oh, he would have ca- cashed everything. He's, ha- he's happy with his $1.53 million. Yeah. Did he buy a house? Do you know this? I he don't was talking know. about Costa Rica, I think, I, and Portugal. I and I, There's a lot of windmills out there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is, is, this, is that the team this year that Atlanta's the goal against? This could be. Or, or is it the Bears? We, what we do you talk think? on our little program that, that we have here, uh, odds on, at 11 o'clock Pacific. And I said, I I said Atlanta's the worst team. And Mitch said, are they worse? I said, worse than the Texans. And you said, are they worse than the Bears? And then all of our expert NFL guests keep saying the Bears are the worst team. Bet the Bears to have the worst record. Could that really be? They're, they're, I saw some of Fields' passes here in the preseason. Oh, I know. I know. Yeah. How about how about this? You can lay. It's got. You got to pay minus one seventy. But division wins. Are they going to get to three in their division? You can go under two and a half minus one seventy for the Bears. You know, I thought it was an aberration to us all this Lions liability. It's every book they're betting the Lions. Yeah. Lions yeah. to win the division, conference, and Dan Campbell coach of the year. Yep. A future Emmy-winning segment. No hyperbole. Coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? 
I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, <laughs> hey, hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but. All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Your wife cheated on you because you lost sight of who you are as a man, as a husband. No agenda. There is no fear in this dojo. This is no hyperbole. This is the best part of the week. Here's the maestro, Mike Palm. I am the smartest man alive. All right, number five, strapped for cash. The Tampa Bay Rays are 58 and 52 and currently tied for the third AL wildcard spot with the Baltimore Orioles. One game ahead of the Twins and a game and a half ahead of the White Sox. But they are up against it. They only have one starting pitcher with more than seven wins, Shane McClanahan, are hitting 238 as a team, and currently have 15 players on the injured list. Add to their woes Saturday night at Comerica in Detroit. Trailing 2-1 in the bottom of the seventh to the lowly Tigers, McClanahan gives up a double to right fielder Willie Castro, putting runners on second and third with no one out. Manager Kevin Cash sends pitching coach Kyle Snyder out to the mound to speak with their struggling ace. But Snyder doesn't make it that far. Cash said after the game, Kyle pulled a calf muscle. Pulled it, strained it, popped it. We haven't got the final injury report yet. I had to step up. Cash made the mound visit. The Rays would proceed to give up five in the inning and lose 9-1. Snyder, a 6'8", former Major League pitcher, is listed as day-to-day. What else can go wrong for the Rays? Number four, big league dreams and strike zones. It's August, and that means it's time for the Little League World Series. The exuberance of youth the raw emotions of competition, the forged birth certificates. In an attempt to improve its product, Little League Baseball brought in retired Major League Baseball umpire Jerry Davis, who worked in the big leagues from 82 until 2021 and holds the record for most postseason games umpired. Among Davis's recommendations to bring back veteran Little League World Series umpires to act as mentors to the adult volunteers who were selected to umpire this year's event. The veteran umps are assigned to each crew and permitted to rotate through the crew. The World Series itself will start in Williamsport, Pennsylvania on August 17th. We are in the midst of the regional play in the United States right now, which is being covered by ESPN as well. In the first week of regionals are any indication, Jerry Davis and his veterans have their work cut out for them in Williamsport. The strike zones are rivaling that of their major league counterparts. We have a few still photos of called third strikes. Some of these would even make Angel Hernandez blush. Well, probably not. Let's not forget that these... Pitches in the opposite batter's box can't even be reached by a 12-year-old or an 11-year-old, yet alone a 10-year-old. I worked many Little League baseball games from kids that were 8 years old up to kids who were 15 years old. I worked the under-14 Little League World Series at the Field of Dreams in Dyersville, Iowa in 1990 and called balls and strikes for the final between Texas and Puerto Rico. I dug the blackout around the plate, and that was my boundary for in and out. 
You have to give these kids a chance to hit the ball. One coach commented in the local paper, it was tough for our pitchers to throw into that postage stamp of a strike zone. That was the headline, Telegraph Herald. (laughs) Number three, reach out and touch third base. Most of our viewers are old enough to remember the Ma Bell AT&T commercial slogan of the 1970s, reach out and touch someone. This was taken to an extreme Tuesday night in Phoenix. Pirates second-year infielder Rodolfo Castro, recently called up from AAA Indianapolis, got the start and reached on a walk in the fourth inning. Castro raced towards third on a single by O'Neill Cruz and slid headfirst into the bag. Third base umpire Adam Amari noticed that his cell phone was on the ground and pointed for Castro to retrieve it. The best part of the whole episode might have been the exasperated look on Pirates third base coach Mike Rabello's face as Castro handed him the phone. You stay around the game and yep. see things you haven't before. This kid, this was just a kid who made a mistake. We will move forward and tell him not to do it, said Pirates coach Derek Shelton. Technically, the phone on the field violates Major League Baseball's prohibition against electronic devices. The umpires did not eject Castro. D-backs manager Tori Lavolo uh, <clears throat> concurred, stating, I know the kid wasn't doing anything malicious. After the game, Rodolfo explained through an interpreter that no Major League Baseball player would intentionally take their cell phone onto the field and felt horrible that it happened to him. The Pirates lost the game 6-4, and Rob Manfred is looking into the incident. Number 2. Belichick's Offensive Decision What in the world is going on with the Patriots' offense? Apparently, Matt Patricia, the pencil himself, is going to be serving as the Patriots' de facto offensive coordinator. They don't have that title in the organization. And calling all the plays once the season starts. Wait, what? Matt Patricia? The same Matt Patricia that served as linebackers coach, safeties coach, and defensive coordinator from the Patriots from 2006 through 2017? The same Matt Patricia who was named head coach of the Detroit Lions in 2018? and took a team that perennially went 10-6 and six under Jim Caldwell to a record of 13-29-1 and one in two and a half seasons before getting fired. The same Matt Patricia, who hasn't been involved with your offense since 2005 when he was an assistant offensive line coach and is now going to be calling the plays in 2022. But wait, there is more. Patricia has decided to abandon the Patriots' successful gap-heavy rushing attack and install Mike Shanahan's zone-blocking scheme. New England has only run Charlie Weiss's system for the last 21 years. In their first padded practice under Patricia's new offense, the first quarter produced in order, false start, interception, stuffed run, two-yard run, stuffed run, five-yard run, overthrow, stuffed run, stuffed run, and stuffed run. Mac Brown has been reported to look, quote, uncomfortable and unsure of himself. Can't wait to see this new offense in action tonight against the Giants. After all, we know that Patricia has the Midas touch. And number one, a rose by any other name. What was meant to be a celebration of the Phillies' 1980 World Series championship this past Sunday turned into a disgraceful affair thanks to one Pete Rose. In the context of his admitted physical relationship with an underage girl in Cincinnati in the mid-1970s, Rose was asked by Philadelphia Inquirer reporter Alex Kofi what he would say to people who thought his presence at the event sent a negative message to women. He replied, quote, no, I'm not here to talk about that. Sorry about that. It was 55 years ago, babe. Later, having been told by someone, maybe his agent, that he needed to speak with Kofi about his earlier comments, Rose asked if he had offended her and would she forgive him if he signed 1,000 baseballs for her. Despite these incidents, the Phillies thought it was a good idea to have Rose spend the fifth and sixth innings in the broadcast booth. 
the appearance besides Tom McCarthy and John Crook went quickly and predictably downhill. I said, Tony, congratulations. What did you hit? And Tony says, yo, I hit a high fastball. Mm. And, and Joe didn't know what to say. Joe said, no Rose used explicit language and told crude stories. NBC Philadelphia edited out the bottom of the fifth and the entire sixth innings on its broadcast replay. Does anyone find any of this surprising? I think Philadelphia Inquirer columnist David Murphy summed it up best. Quote, if there is one compliment you can give Pete Rose without feeling the need to rinse your soul out with Listerine, it is that he has consistently kept the world informed about how unattractive a human being he really is. There are plenty of celebrities that act one way in public and another in private. Rose? He's never paid any attention to his surroundings. From his infamous on-field push of umpire Dave Pallone to his long list of off-field transgressions, illegal gambling, tax evasion, etc. Rose has always made it perfectly clear to anybody with an ethical pulse that he was, is, and will continue to be a bona fide and unapologetic jerk. All of this brings an important philosophical question that the Phillies should be asking themselves after Rose spent his Sunday embarrassing himself and everybody in the organization who thought it was a good idea to include him in their celebration of the 1980 World Championship team. When a jerk acts like a jerk, is it entirely his fault, or does the blame fall partly on those who thought he might act another way? End quote. And that is no hyperbole. All right. Bye, pal. Good list. Great job. Thank he, you. He, um, he doesn't know where he is. He is. Uh, I mean, he's the only one laughing there at the end, too. I was actually going to say, was he's that, live on television? That was him, right? That was only well, Pete that Rose. That was only laughing. him laughing. Silence from Crocker. Yeah. From everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. Silence. They're probably thinking to themselves, what are we doing here? <laughs> he Why be... is he in the booth right now? Yeah. How do we get him out? He was in the booth for three half innings. The bottom of the fifth and the sixth. They top and bottom back. of the sixth. We got used to work at well, Fox, said, too. He was on the coverage. Yeah. So it was like, you've well, been on the, TV. The, 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 the Phillies, when they said, well, we polled all the players on the championship, right. and they all thought that Pete should be part He'd of be the there. celebration. Yeah. Remember, they were going to put him on the Wall of Fame and have him there in 2017. They had to cancel it because those allegations first came out about the underage yeah. girl. Um, if you had to make a number on another player on the field having a cell phone pop out at some point in the next five years, would you say yes or no? No, huge no. Huge no, huh? Yeah. Especially this since this happened. I can't he, believe did you see it. what the kid said? Yeah. He, because he put his sliding glove in, his, he forgot his cell phone was in there and he didn't feel it. I think yes. You think it will happen again? Yes, because people are so addicted to their phones. But what are they waiting for? They're in a major league baseball, especially a kid like this that gets called up. Yeah. What more important could be I, happening that's to him? Like, like yeah. what? What are you checking? Where are I mean, you at? By the way, are you are you in the dugout on your phone? I, I mean, the guys in the bullpen might be making plans later, but I mean, I don't think the <laughs> right. people in the dugout yeah, yeah. themselves are. Yeah, you nailed the two. Yeah. The look on the third base coach oh, so when he hands it to him, so he goes ah, because he's old school. Yeah, he's like, you got to be kidding me. Yeah. Yeah, give me yeah. He just puts well, it in his but, but here's the thing. The difference between old school like that, a guy who's yeah. been around the game for a long time, and, and a 22-year-old kid, yeah. kid uh, it's it's completely night and day. Brindley said when I played, we didn't even we didn't all have phones when I played yeah. even. And now, yeah. now so my stepdaughter started kindergarten, right? So she's in a new school, and they send home a bunch of paperwork after day one. It's the cell phone policy. This is kindergarten through fifth grade. There's a, a child cell phone policy that their parents have to sign off on. About the kids have to put their cell phones away once they come into school. They can't have them wow. up during school. Does she have one? Is it kindergarten? No, she does not. At what point? My son go? does not at age when? seven either. When? Age 10? 11? When do you 12, do that? Maybe 12. 12. I might change my mind by then. But, <laughs> but how many other kindergartners actually have a cell phone? Uh, I don't know.
They specifically said in the orientation, no no rollers on the backpacks. It looked like an airport. I mean, what, yeah. what's going on here? <laughs> to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it, take it, take it. I bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. You're right. Here we go with our in-pocket plays. Uh, game postponed last night. Uh, Brios and Kramer supposed to take the mound. Nope, no good. Um... I had the over eight and a half, so that was postponed a refund. Today, I'm going to go, you know what, year number two of uh, the Corn Cob game. Yeah. I'm going to, it's nine. I'm going to bet it one more time here. There's no Field of Dreams, Dreams game next year. They're building up the stadium to make it a little bit bigger, so there's going to be like a pause on this. But it did eventually go flying over last year. I buy into the humidity on the Corn Cobs coming in. Um, resulting in maybe balls flying out of the park a little bit. Give me over nine here tonight, Cubs and Reds. All right. Sounds good. Winner with the Braves. Boy, we might be late to the party, but this Red Sox outfit right now. They're 7-17 seven and 17 with an ERA of six and change. I might bet the Orioles tonight against the Red Yep, Sox. I don't know. I can't believe uh, the Red Sox are favored. I, I, just the way they're playing, and the Orioles are hot, right? And then we got the Ravens tonight. Uh, but bad number now in light of with the Harbaugh. Uh, comments, but I still think uh, they get there uh, tonight with the strength of Huntley and Huntley. And Philly's run line, day game, plus 130. They're hot. Marlins can't score. Come on. Yep. 23 of 27 games. They've been held to uh, three runs or fewer. They're not scoring. I trust the Phillies offense and Gibson be able to contain them. So a good plus price there with the Phillies on the run line and all the other pending as well. And uh, I think humans is on the right track with the Giants tonight as well. In pocket presented by BetRiv is your hometown book. Check out their daily specials posted afternoon, easternbetrivers.com. Mike, you hit on something, too, and Mitch, about the appropriate age where you kids get a cell phone. Because I went through this with uh, with Shauna, the girl I used to date. Her, her son, would we would be out on dates, and then she's like, let me check and see how my son's doing. And then he, so a lot of times he would he would call her using his mom's phone, but he also knows. So he goes, are you coming home, Mom? She goes, yeah, I'll be there. So he goes, and he's, like, getting mad at her. He goes, that's it, I'm blocking you. He's five. He would block her. He knows how to do he it. He knew how to do that already. Yeah. He's five years old, right? Wow. So that goes back to how far of the game these kids are and what you're yeah. dealing with as a parent. I, I'm going to guess that more than 50% on average of kids at any given school between kindergarten and, and uh, grade five, I'm going to guess more than 50% have a cell phone. Probably by grade four, maybe. You get to be 10 years old. Oh. I, I I think I got one. My parents gave me one when I was 16, and I started to drive emergencies right my mother would say in case something happens with the car to call triple and that was it was a big apparatus too wasn't like these little phones we have now or smartphones or anything like that Oh, it was a brick cell phone yeah size of your head it was for emergencies only Uh something happened on the road all right are you excited for the baseball game tonight would you be there if you lived in the midwest sure why not your dad why wouldn't you be there my dad oh my dad loved it he loved the he loved the the youth baseball he would go and criticize every move the coaches made (laughs) he was he was unbelievable (laughs) My, my coach, when I was in the, uh, was from 10 through 14, well, to 13, because the kid was a year older than me. His son was on the team, and he always pitched his son, and my father would just go nuts. Sindel, get your kid out of there, for God's sake. <laughs> would, would he ever yell at the uh, umpires? He yelled, I was in a flag football game in eighth grade. I intercepted a pass and ran it back for a touchdown. They called pass interference. So I never, t- I honestly never even made contact. 
and they, they called me for pass interference. He got thrown out of the park. Then he went, he sat, and he had this horn. He was honking his horn from the parking lot. He was so, he was so angry. He was so angry. Oh, boy. And my mother would say, geez, you're embarrassing us, Ron. He says, you embarrass us with that cowbell, Judy. Because she would ring the cowbell and ring the cowbell when you scored. It's not Starkville. Oh, it's not Starkville. Oh, this is good. Oh, man. You made a point off the air, though, about with no game next year. Did they get a building they, a stadium? Yeah, they're, they're going to add on the, with seats. For once a year, they, they oh. must have other plans to do other events there. But that you're ruining the ambiance of what it is. It's just a, in a cornfield, right? It's, 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 it's a television. It's like football. It's a television event. Yeah. <laughs> it's the worst place to see it is there. Yeah. But, you know, we would be there. You don't, you'd have the guy from KCRG with the weather forecast. He doesn't, he doesn't live there anymore. Oh, really? Oh, he moved? He, yeah. yeah, he moved he, to Florida he, now. Damn. Oh, bigger right. market. He, he, bigger he, market. He was, it was such a good breakdown last he's year. He's good. He's a great guy. Oh, he's awesome. He's yeah. really, really good. Yeah. Um, but I'm looking at the forecast degrees, right, right now. Th- thanks. This is from uh, Gary. Sent the forecast. Uh-huh. for. So we'll read this here. Yeah. Um, tonight, 7 o'clock local time, 73% humidity. It's going to feel like 73 degrees out there. And then it picks up 77% humidity later on and about 74 uh, is it till the game's going to wind down tonight? Well, no rain. It's been raining a lot because I've been talking to my mother, who's still in Dubuque, which is just 20 miles away. That all? There's a lot wow. of, yeah, right on Highway 20. It's just like that to get right. there. So, how small is that the population? Four or 5,000? Yeah, Dyer? Dyersville. They got a Catholic high school there, Beckman uh-huh. High School, and a, and, a, and a public high school. So, all those towns are like that Cascade. You know, every 10 miles, there's another little town uh, and another little high school, right? So, I mean, that's that's the life there. But it's a beautiful setting, and uh, I know yeah. Joey Votto said all this, the Yankees, the White Sox that play in those games, it, 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 you know, it's important to them. It's a very meaningful thing to them. Did you like the movie? I can't recall. Yeah, I liked the movie. Love I thought yet. the movie, a lot of local people played roles in the movie, right? They, you, they used them in speaking roles uh, there, and they painted the, the little Central Avenue there a few blocks mm-hmm. to reflect the time period. It was a big deal when the film was made in the time. Oh, I bet, sure, You know, absolutely. you get James Earl Jones. I mean, it's right. a big Costner. Costner he turned was out last year. Was out. He, great... he peaked early, but, I mean, he was all right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> great production. Well, he got a ton of sports movies and baseball wow. movies yeah. with that guy. How about a Ronnie Palm story? Well, you I was thinking, your thinking about the squirrels, but, you know, he would, he would take me to – I walked to school because where I went to grade school – uh, you know, it was a 20-minute walk. So I was walked to school, except on Fridays. He would take me out to breakfast. But he said they had this, you know, perpetual rosary where they take turns for an hour and the rosary never stops being said. And his hour was 4 to 5 a.m. on Friday. So he would go do that. Then he would come get me up, take me to breakfast at this restaurant. I mean, two eggs, bacon, hash browns, toast, coffee, orange juice. You know, he, he, loved, he loved cholesterol. 14 eggs a week. It was this... A steady diet for him. He used to say, I don't understand. He says, cholesterol and exercise, same thing. They make the heart work harder. So I don't get what the deal is. Later in life, they told him about the whites. But then when we would get done with breakfast around 7, school, the bell was 8.05. He would take me up to Eagle Point Park, which is on the bluffs there in Dubuque, and then down to the Lock and Dam and ride around. I always remember because he listened to Paul Harvey on Friday, right, on, on the radio. But he had an obsession with squirrels. And he loved these squirrels. And we would go to the... The park and count the squirrels. He would feed the squirrels at our house. The, the squirrels would come to our door, and he would feed them Ritz crackers with peanut butter. <laughs> and my mother would get so angry because she hated squirrels. She said, Ron, don't you understand they are rats that live in trees? Why are you bringing them to our home? But he would feed them right on the stoop. He would lay it out, and they would come and eat the, until one day she stepped on a squirrel coming out the door. So then he was forced to feed them over by the garage, by the alley. But we had a cement slab there where you put the garbage. So he would feed them there. 
One time he told her, Judy, I need crackers for the squirrels because she was going to the store. She came back with saltines. He was uh, never forgave her. He was, what is this? <laughs> they eat Ritz crackers. She says, you don't know. You've never given them anything else, Ron. He goes, no, it must be Ritz. So anyhow, we would go through the park. Now the park, you would go through the park and there was inside and then there was outside and there's different little areas. And we would play a game, count the squirrels, right? So we would count them. We would both count them and then give our number. Well, his was always higher than mine. He double counted the ones in the middle. He would count the same ones coming back as he counted. I said, drop. He'd say, what was your count? I'd say 42. He goes, no, 76. I go, what are you talking about? I said, you're counting those same squirrels. He goes, I know one squirrel from the other squirrel, Michael. I'm not double. He'd ride through again. I want a different count, you know, but yeah, that was not good. A head count on the squirrels. On the squirrels. You got to yeah. love that yeah. game. Yeah. 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 yeah, this yeah. is This great. was, of course, after he retired. He got it. Got into some of these things. So I like this. A lot of time on his hand. A lot of Watching time. The, the mailman. Oh, the mailman. Oh, yeah. Oh, Someone's got to yeah. be last on the route. Yes. So specifically, he never understood that. Yeah. You, you had a cafe in town that would open at what, at 5, 6 o'clock in the morning? It was morning? actually the cafe that was attached to the hospital. It was called Rosie's Cafe. But most of them open at 5 or 6 and in the morning. And every Friday, hey, Michael, time to wake up. Every it's breakfast Friday, time. And then every Friday, we'd go eat the breakfast and then ride around for an hour. Then he dropped me off at school. So he's going to wake you up. I mean, you're up at 6, no question. It's oh, time for breakfast, five, pal. 5, 5.30. Yeah. Get in the shower and let's Get go. Get up, let's go. Wow. Let's go. I need my cholesterol. All the way through 8th grade. Because then in, in high school, I started driving and, and, you know, and that and going to school. Yeah. What else did he watch other than the Cubs baseball? Uh... Colombo. He was a big Colombo. Oh, yeah. Big Colombo guy. Yeah. He said, you know, he'd say, where's that other eye looking? <laughs> he'd always say with Falk. But he, he liked Colombo. Um, police shows. He liked that sort of thing. Police shows. And a big sports guy. Uh, okay. Iowa, Iowa sports and the Cubs and the you know Bears and all the Chicago teams. We have like 90 seconds left here. Um, Alcantara. Yeah. NL Cy Young. Yeah. Slipped down a little bit last night after a bad yeah. eighth inning. Boy, in the bottom of the order, too, right? I know, I know. Can, he was can, can Diaz yeah. get involved here? I don't know. I, I, I suggested that to you, but then statistically, did. I, I don't think that he really can. I, I think it's Alcantara's. I think the American League is, is more interesting, and I think it's Verlander, but I still think Cease sure, is alive, right? What if yes, Cease goes six tonight, strikes out eight, one run, that's it. The only thing about Cease a little bit is the innings, right? Because of the high strikeouts and the high pitch count, he a doesn't really go deep. very high pitch count. But he's just been unhittable now. What fourteen straight starts? Yeah, pretty much. So, but I I think it's Verlander's to win or lose here. He didn't have a terrific outing mm -hmm. last night. No, he didn't. No but decision. Th that's but, like one what? Yeah. Non great start in the last six weeks. The way it seems. Josh Towers says Verlander's winning it. So I I tend to I tend to give some weight to that. Well, I think voters are just going to be head over heels with the whole story. Well, what, what if this gets to like 18, 19 oh, in yeah, a row? Could, could with yeah. cease. Yeah. yeah. All right, pal. Thank you for coming you. in today. Oh, thank you. Yeah. It was a pleasure. Yeah. There you go. Uh, odds on weekdays, 2 o'clock Eastern, 11 Pacific, right here on Beast. And up next, Paul Charchian is going to join the show, Fantasy Football Hall of Famer. He's high on a team without lofty expectations this year. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.
Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... (laughs) Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. Closing up shop here on a Thursday. Follow the money, VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network, Fantasy Football Hall of Famer Paul Charchian joins the program now with guillotineleagues.com. He'll be on Thursdays throughout the entire football season. It's good to see you again today, pal. How are you? Uh, good. Thank you. It's, uh, I'm, I'm excited to sort of get into our weekly routine, talking fantasy and other nonsense. Yes. Can't wait. Okay, so yes. explain this to us and the audience here. Uh, you are, the way it appears, pretty high? dare I say, super high on a team really without lofty expectations, and you've bet on them several different ways. Uh, tell us who you like and how you've bet them. Yeah, and I'll remind people when I when I mention this team, and thank you for the, the lead-up here, that the last two of the last three years, we've seen a four-win team go to the Super Bowl the next year. So you know, let's not act like you know it's impossible for a team that's totally off radar to have a nice run. And I think a great opportunity rests with the Carolina Panthers. Wow. Maybe the most anonymous team in the NFL, by the way. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, we don't even think about them. And we're not for the Baker Mayfield trade. They, nobody would have given them any thought. But I bet them over four and a half wins, over six wins, over seven and a half wins to win the division and to win the conference. And I, I'm, I really like them in a wide open NFC. Can we agree that roughly six or seven of the best eight teams are in the AFC? Mm-hmm. which leaves the NFC wide open for an oddball team to advance in the playoffs. Yes. Then we've got the NFC South. But they're going to they're going to play in the NFC South. They've got relatively easy competition in two of the teams in the South in Atlanta and New Orleans, relatively easy. Then there's Tampa, which feels like, you know, it feels like a major competitor, but to me they look vulnerable, right? So Brady 4 months ago was retired. You know, I think, you know, I'm never going to count out Tom Brady, but you just, you wonder where his head is. They lost Gronk. 
The offensive line lost Alex Kappa to Cincinnati, Ali Marpet retired, and center Ryan Jensen's expected to miss most or all of the season when he went down last week. Chris Godwin's trying to come back from an ACL. Leonard Fournette has a newfound fascination with Cinnabon. <laughs> and then I look at the Panthers. If Christian McCaffrey, just by itself, if he stays healthy and just plays a, a full season, by the way, if he does, virtual lock to win comeback player of the year at plus 800. It's a great bet and one I've made as well. Um, and then if Baker Mayfield is just a modest upgrade over the relatively horrible combination of quarterbacks they were bringing us last year, Cam Newton and Dalton, and who's the other guy, P.J. Walker? Something. Yeah, P.J. Walker. I mean, it, it, look, Baker Mayfield, at this time last year, Baker Mayfield was coming off a road playoff victory, a one-sided road playoff victory, and then he nearly, he nearly beat the Chiefs in Arrowhead. I mean, Baker Mayfield's not a bad quarterback. He will be a vast upgrade for them. And then maybe most importantly at all, that Carolina defense, they sunk all of that draft capital in 2019, 2020 into that defense. They're all, all those players are starting to hit their primes. Panthers had the third ranked pass defense last year. You roll all that together. I this is already, there's already a team that was, you know, sitting in last year, the six wins. You know, and now they go over six and they go over seven and a half. I think they could be a sneaky competitor in their division as well. If they can get into the playoffs, maybe that defense is good enough. Maybe Christian McCaffrey's good enough, and they strike some goal. All right, very good. Good breakdown. And it's a juicy return on them to make the playoffs and also get to 10 wins if that happens. So from a fantasy standpoint, how should we – what should we do with McCaffrey and where is he going in some drafts? Yeah, this is – he's the most fascinating player in all fantasy football for drafts because you can make a case for him to go as high as pick two – and you can make a case for him to, to not be taken in the first round at all because of what's happened the last two years. You know, these soft tissue injuries tend to build on each other. In many cases, you're better off with just like a broken leg because we know that's going to heal and that's not it's not indicative of any other any kind of injuries that could happen. The soft tissue injuries are a real issue. And there are a lot of people that have been burned on Christian McCaffrey the last couple of years that will not touch him. And so we've seen him in many in many drafts. He slides down. But nationally, his average draft position is third overall. So there are people that are still, they remembering 2019 when he powered teams to fantasy victories. I, it's a risky play for sure. I, I would probably go somewhere else at pick three, but I wouldn't let him slide too much farther than that. Improve the offensive line, by the way. First round pick, Ikem Equano yeah. on the first round and, and, the, and mm -hmm. will certainly help for an offensive line that's been languishing as well. So yeah, McCaffrey going at, at the early stages of the first round, I think it's a hair early, but the upside is clearly there. Okay, let's stay at that position and stay with injuries as well. If yeah. a starter goes down, what backup has the most value? That's a great question. Um, Kareem Hunt has taken himself out of the running because he's asked to be traded, and AJ Dillon is tempting. But I think the guy, the guy, the running back that you could be that you can draft late. In fact, this guy's got an eighth round average draft position. Is New England's sophomore running back Ramondre Stevenson? Last year, Damian Harris had missed two games. Stevenson averaged 18 touches. And these are the guys that get the ball at the goal line, which is great. Stevenson and Harris together shared 22 carries from inside the five-yard line last year. Bill Belichick loves to run inside the five. In fact, over the last seven years, no team has more running plays inside the five than the Patriots do. And Stevenson would get... All of those goal line carries, he's built beautifully for it. The guy's gigantic. He's just a bowling ball. And uh, as a team, New England was fifth in attempts from inside the five last year. 
He's, uh, he's by the way, Ramondre Stevenson's really good. He finished ninth in the entire NFL in yards over expectation last year and third in rushing percentage over expectation. Ramondre Stevenson's a good back. And if Damian Harris goes out and he gets, a, he turns into a workhorse, he'd be a top five fantasy asset. Okay, Charge. So we've talked about this nugget <clears throat> a couple times throughout the show so far today. The rumors are out there now this week that the Patriots are shopping Damian Harris. So yeah. they could actually trade him. You know how Belichick operates with the running backs. He took two guys in the draft. That could happen to make Stevenson the number one guy. And at Caesar Sportsbooks earlier this week, on Monday, they opened up their market of uh, running backs to lead the league in rushing touchdowns. They had Stevenson mm-hmm. tied for the longest odds at 500 to 1. Most bets, second biggest handle on Stevenson. So I don't wow. know if those are like sharp betters, knowing that Harris wow. might get dealt. He's down to 70 to 1 at Caesars and lower than that at some books. 500 to 70 in a week? Yeah, yeah, a couple of days, yeah. A couple of days. That's amazing. And if that happens, the Steven, Stevenson would be, like I said, it, it, you, borderline first-round fantasy asset well, if that ends up happening and it plays out that way. It's a great time to invest in Ramondre Stevenson right now. You know, Regardless of Harris, if Harris does get traded, it becomes really obvious. But even if he doesn't, just through injury or anything else, Ramondre Stevenson, he's just – He's just that good. And for everybody who thinks that Belichick just, you know, picks you know, that his backs are used randomly, really, that's not always the case. And there are a lot of years where, where especially at the stripe, he just picks one guy. Mm. Like Garrett Blunt, Blunt had, what, it feel like three years ago, he had 15 touchdowns yep. for that, for Bill Belichick. Well, so, by the yeah. way, that's an unbelievable nugget that you just shared of uh, this team running so much inside the five-yard line. I mean, 22 times combined yeah. last year, that's awesome. It is. And those are the easy touchdowns. And that could power Stevenson to that 70 to one payout. Holy cow. Yeah. What's the best or worst draft position in the first round uh, to you this year anyway? For me, it's pick two because Jonathan Taylor's going to pick one for everybody. I would take and pick one. Everybody's taking and pick one. Pick two. There's no obvious pick and pick two. And the guy you're thinking about taking a pick two could easily be there four picks later, five picks later. And then we're around that much faster in the second round. So I think pick two is the worst spot to be. Um, I can get the guy that I would have wanted to pick two at pick six or pick six and be very happy with that. I, I That's where I want to be. I want to be right. The best is the middle of the round. I want to get guys middle round. I can get Cooper Cup. I can get Najee Harris. I can get Dalvin Cook. I can get Justin Jefferson. I can get Joe Mixon right in the middle, right there. And then I'm I quickly get that second round pick back in the middle again. I'm never more than, you know, 12 picks away from selecting again. So, yeah, put me right in the middle of the first round and I'm a very happy guy. Is there a guy this year right now currently with a uh, very high average draft position that you're like, nope, not for me this year, not going to touch him? No player has ever successfully at the NFL level has ever successfully come back to have a meaningful career off Achilles surgery. It's sad, but it's a fact. And the surgery hasn't really changed over the years. So without the surgery changing, Cam Akers, I just, I need to see it before I want to believe that Cam Akers is going to ultimately be able to return to the player that he was. And there's already an offense that does not utilize its running backs in a major way. I think they learned a lot from what they did to Todd Gurley when they took years off his lifespan. Since Gurley got run into the ground, They've been very light use on their running backs anyway. So I've got Cam Akers way down at running back 31, but nationally he's going closer to 20. There's still a lot of people that just want a Rams running back, but I yeah. I need to see it first. Yeah, same here. We have like 30 seconds here. Uh, I love the the concept you came up with a few years ago. For people who don't know about guillotine leagues and guillotineleagues.com, tell them about the format. 
instead of playing head-to-head, you start the season with 18 teams, and instead of going head-to-head, the low-scoring team gets cut every week, and their players go to the waiver wire. So you get a whole draft, a whole roster worth of players that hit the waiver wire every week. And then the rest of the league feasts on those players, all the teams get better, and you continue marching through the whole season trying to never finish last and be the last man standing, guillotineleagues.com. It's incredible. There's nothing like it. The sweats every single week are the best in all of fantasy football. Uh, and again, guillotineleagues.com. Charge, yeah. you're the best. We'll talk to you every Thursday moving Thanks. forward. We'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Yep. Thank you. Good luck with your Ravens back tonight. Yep. 21 in a row. I Let's hope they do get it. there again. That'd be fun. Yep. Yep. We'll, to, we'll see you tomorrow. Take the VEASAN experts with you anytime, anywhere with our full lineup of sports betting podcasts. Visit VEASAN.com slash podcasts to listen to every show on Daily Best Bets with Follow the Money, The Lombardi Line, A Numbers Game, and My Guys in the Desert. Plus, get insights and analysis, get insights and analysis, get insights and analysis, get insights. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.